time in Cleveland of what I tried to give to that place right and true Clevelanders and true Browns fans know know that I feel disrespected 100% because I was told one thing and they completed another 1-0 pitch there's a ground ball toward the middle it is scooped up by Gavin Lux he played the short hop on to first Urshela's out and Kershaw is perfect through seven innings it's a hard thing to do to have to come out of a game when you're doing that but like I said we're here to win and that uh this was the right choice Rebound's going to be taken by Trey with five seconds. Trey, foul line, jumper on the way, and good. So the Hawks win the play-in game, and they've also won themselves an all-expense trip to Cleveland tomorrow. Final score, Hawks 132, and the Hornets 103. There's the horn. This one belongs to the Pelicans, and we will see you in Los Angeles Friday night. Nine days to the spring game. Just remind y'all. Because even if you forgot, you have amnesia. Michelle Tafoya wore me out last night. <laughs> Hour three, T-Row in the morning show on a Thursday, April 14. Toby I and hope TJ word back doesn't get back to Michelle Tafoya. <laughs> yeah, you could be looking at a serious lawsuit or something like that. <laughs> you probably need to calm down with that sound clip a little bit. Toby and TJ back with you. Um... All right, we've got a lot going on. we got softball tonight, opening a series in Austin. Game one, 6 o'clock. We'll talk to Chris Plank coming up at the end of the hour. He is already down in the state capital of Texas. Baseball tonight, 6.30 at Mitchell Park. OU and Pacific. Cade Horton makes his first start on the mound for OU tonight in game one. We'll have a 6 o'clock pregame for you in that. And Mark Williams joining us live in the next segment. But right now it's time for... I don't know what day of the week it is. I don't yeah. know. Is it Monday? I don't know. Is it Tuesday? I don't know. Maybe Sunday? I don't know. Every day feels the same. Every day feels the same. I think it's Thursday. Shut your mouth. It all feels the same. It all feels the same. I don't know what to do. All right, it is time for On This Date, TJ, OTD, as the kids call it. Uh, I will give you a, an event in history, sports or otherwise, and you tell me what year it happened. The date, uh, Something that happened on this date, April 14th, and your job is to tell me what year it happened. You have to be within three to be counted as a correct answer. So far this year, you are 25-3 and three 
on the year. Do you understand the rules, TJ? Oh, no. Yeah, I do. Two regulation, two bonuses today. Two bonuses. I think you'll, en- I think you'll enjoy both of our regulations. All right, Ready? All right. Here we go. Number one, on this date, April 14th, what year did Chicago White Sox pitcher Carlos Rondon pitch a no-hitter against the Cleveland Indians? Oh, geez. Um, I don't think it could have been that long ago, so I'll say... He was left in for all nine innings, TJ. He was left in for uh, all nine innings. Um, mm-hmm. I'll say relatively recent, like within the last year or so. It's been... I don't think that was... It may have been the COVID season. I'll say the COVID season because I'll still be in the window with last year, too. I'll say 2020, final answer. Holy mackerel! 2021, last year. Last year, okay. Last year, Carlos Rondon, a no-hitter, TJ. How about that? That backs up your uh, theory. Question number two. On this date, April 14th, what year did Dodgers Hall of Fame pitcher Sandy Koufax throw a complete game on opening day against the St. Louis Cardinals. Gosh. <laughs> um, it was his ninth complete game. Ninth they left him in the game. whole time, TJ. Um, I honestly don't know. He opened the season with a complete game is what you're saying. Yes. Opening day. But he had had game. nine in his career? Is that what you're meaning at that point? This was his ninth. Correct. Um, I honestly don't know. I'll say 19. I'll just go 65 right in the middle of the 60s. 1965 final answer. God! God! He faked oh. it in! He faked it in! 1964. Boy, that was Way to just, go, TJ. No, that was just a complete lucky guess. I just said Way I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna sit right in the middle of the sixties and hope that I get it. So that was Way that to was, go. That was complete luck. Sorry. Wow, how about that? That's pretty impressive, TJ. Two and oh. I thought you would enjoy those more than it appeared you did, because I think they both backed up your argument about leaving pitchers in. But you oh, were so no. focused I don't need backup. on playing the game. When I'm right, I know I'm that right. I didn't appreciate the fact that I was trying to. Can I give you me. one regulation before you get to my bonuses? Yeah, sure. I'd love this. In yeah. what year did George Frazier break T.J. Perry's heart? April uh, 14th. <laughs> uh, let's see. I know it was a post. I know it was this century. Uh, George Frazier, he's been around since. I know he played with Honus Wagner, so he's probably in his. I'll, you know what? I'm going to say early 2020s just so I get both sides of that there. <laughs> I'll say 2022. It's good. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Goodness no, gracious, George. Good. That's good. That's good. That's a good thing. Here we go. Bonus. Uh, staying with baseball, TJ. Bonus. Again, the oh, bonus can baseball. only help you. It cannot hurt you, Okay. Cannot hurt you. You can erase one of your three misses if you get this one correct. April 14th of what what year did President William Howard Taft become <laughs> no. the first president to throw out a first pitch on opening day of the Major League Baseball season? Now it's a, it's a ritual. 
but he was the first to do it. What year, TJ? Um, boy, it I would help if I knew my William Howard. Was, I was say, a question, a question oh, earlier. I want, I want to say, yeah, and it seemed like he was nineteen. I'll say nineteen. Um, William Howard Taft, WHT seven. I'll say nineteen oh seven. Final answer. Good. That's good. Ah! That's a good thing. Nineteen ten. I got it. I'm shocked. Way to go. I'm shocked right now. <laughs> Can't believe. It. So you've erased one of your misses and a chance to erase another here, TJ, with our final OTD of the day. Not from is the world more of baseball? baseball. Nope. Nope. This one is tragic. On this day, April 14th, what year was Abraham Lincoln shot by John Wilkes Booth? It happened on this day. You have to give me these historical things. I mean, the name of the game is on this date, so I think it's built in. All right. Um, That would have been 18... John Wilkes Booth assassinated Abraham Lincoln on this this date date. while attending a play at Ford Theater. Yeah, I should probably know this date. I don't. Um, I'll say 18... Abraham Lincoln was the 16th president of the United States. I'll say 1860, final answer. Coach K takes an L! Someone's screaming at there. A lot of people are probably screaming at the radio that know that date like... Right off the top of their head, I I do not, and I don't regret it. I know Carlos Rendon throw a no hitter. Eighteen sixty five. Ah, I should have gone middle of the decade. Dead. You were close. I was. You close. were close. Good effort by you today. You got two right. You got a bonus. That's a good day. You end now twenty seven and two on the year, and you are once again taking shrapnel from Kevin Henry. Who does not believe you are honest about these competitions? Kevin Henry would have also taken Clayton Kershaw out. He's soft too. <laughs> DJ, uh, have you said anything bad about Teddy Lehman today? Do you just want to take a shot at all of my color analysts while you're at it? No, Blake, Teddy. Blake Teddy, Brewster. Teddy will come on today and be like, "What were they doing?" That may have happened in their show. They may have discussed it yesterday. Teddy, uh, much Teddy's like Nolan tough. Ryan, would have just gave a look, and the manager would have gone back to the dugout. Although I think this happened between innings. I don't even think like there was a a discussion at the mound. So, you're talking about the guy that wears Lululemon pants every day. He's the one that would have been correct. Tough. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Well, Lululemons are stretchy. He fits more guns down in the sides. <laughs> All right, there we go. That is uh, today's OTD on this date and a good effort by you, uh, TJ Perry. NBA playoffs last night. Hawks over Charlotte. Big. 132-103. Trey Young, 24-11. New Orleans over San Antonio, 113-103. So Charlotte's out. Spurs are out. Atlanta now advances to play Cleveland on Friday for the right to be the eighth seed. And New Orleans advances to play the Clippers on Friday 
for the right to be the eight seed in the West. If you are a Thunder fan, you are rooting for the Pelicans so that your uh, Clippers pick will be a lottery pick. Um, other Big 12 baseball series starting tonight. Texas Tech and TCU open tonight in Fort Worth. That's a good one. Texas is at Kansas State this weekend. Kansas is at Baylor. How about this, TJ? OSU and West Virginia don't open till tomorrow, which means the Cowboys must be in Morgantown on Easter Sunday. Ouch. They're playing on Easter Sunday in Morgantown. What are they that doing? Sounds like, that sounds like a Randy Maisie thing right there. <laughs> he likes it when the other team is miserable and angry. He does. <laughs> yeah, we're playing on Easter. What are you going to do about it? Uh, I hope it's raining and uh, 33 degrees and the wind's blowing 100 miles an hour. Uh, sorry, Rex and Matt. That stinks, man. you got to be away from your family on Easter, and you got to be in Morgantown, West Virginia. Ugh. All right, break time. Mark Williams, their team is about to make a run for the national championship this weekend in Norman. We'll talk to the head men's gymnastics coach at OU next. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. We are one day away from the NCAA qualifier at the Lloyd Noble Center. National championships will be 6 o'clock on Saturday night, also in the LNC. And we are joined now by Sooners head coach Mark Williams. Hi, Coach. Good morning. How are you today? Hey, Toby. Oh, it's great. Sunny skies, beautiful day. We are going to have a fantastic day today. 72 and sunny is the plan for yep. today. That's perfect. Uh, how's the week yeah. of preparation been for you, Coach? It's been busy. <laughs> we, uh, we set up Lloyd Noble on Tuesday, which is kind of an all-day affair of getting a podium built, getting the equipment on, getting everything set to where it needs to be, and, and working with, uh, you know, arranging how teams will rotate and all that good stuff, and we got a chance to practice a little bit on the podium on Tuesday, and then yesterday was a, a kind of invitation day for teams to come in if they wanted to, and um, most did. Uh, I was there till about 9 o'clock last night when Navy had come in late so uh most teams got a chance to be on the equipment and practice and things are looking great what is the ramp up plan or schedule you know i'm more familiar with like a let's say a pitcher you might if he's going to be your friday starter you might want to throw him on tuesday or have him do some long toss on wednesday or whatever so that he peaks on friday you want your guys to peak on Saturday. I'm assuming you're not going full tilt every day of the week getting set for Saturday. So what is the ramp-up plan to try to get that peak to occur right when you want it? Well, the way our schedule was for this week, we made Tuesday pretty light. We just got a chance to get on the the podium, and uh, you know they just kind of adjusted to the atmosphere. So physically it wasn't a difficult day. Yesterday was a little bit harder. We, we wanted to do routines on the events that we have the most concern about uh, really being ready. So we did parallel bars, high bar, 
Pommelhurst together last night um, in between the other teams. They all got a chance to do as much as they could on the other three events. Today's going to be the actual formal day of the warm-up and, and workout for each of the teams. Uh, the session one group starts at 11 and goes till 2. They're, they're doing a, a time rotation where they go around to all six events. Um, and so for us today is kind of a, a medium day. We, we'll do uh, you know a quick couple, three turns on each apparatus and, uh, and kind of be in this morning to do a little bit of a stretch and then be ready for our 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock time workout. And then, you know, tomorrow's uh, meet day, so we'll do kind of a morning get ready. And, and then, you know, I'd say tomorrow night we need to be, you know, 85 90% of what we can do just to make sure that we're good enough to qualify into the finals. And then, you know, Saturday it's, it's competing for a national championship. Have you developed your plan for tomorrow night to make sure you, you know, qualify for Saturday, but at the same time uh, stay as healthy as possible? Yes. Uh, the plan is that, you know, our three all-arounders who are uh, Vitaly Gumerez, uh, Fuzzy Bennis, and Riddell Gamboa, uh, we're not going to use them on more than maybe four events Friday night. And, you know, I feel pretty comfortable that I've got guys that can do what we need them to do to really not affect our our team score much, but give those guys a little bit of rest going into Saturday. That way they're not doing six routines and then another six routines mm-hmm. on Saturday. And it also gives guys a chance to compete in the national championship. Um you know, they, they've worked hard to be in this position as well. Uh, the By the way, the teams that will uh, be participating tomorrow, Oklahoma, Stanford, Michigan, Nebraska, Illinois, Ohio State, Navy, Penn State, Cal, Air Force, Army, and Springfield. You want to take a run at who the six will be that make it through, Coach? Want to make a prediction for me? Sure, yeah. I, I, I think uh, coming out of the morning session, it's, likely that that stanford and nebraska will qualify through um i'd i'd say that uh illinois is probably the most likely team to to also be from that morning group and then from our session um it should be oklahoma michigan clearly have had better seasons than the other four and then i'd i'd probably put it on ohio state to be the uh the third team from our group so not unfamiliar group of, of teams from other championships, but uh, you know you still you gotta you gotta show up, you know. And there, yeah. there were years that uh, you know Ohio State was ranked first going in. Uh, I think it might have been 15 years ago, and and they they did not put on a very good show two years in a row and didn't make it into the team finals, which was pretty disappointing for them. So you know. I don't want to make it so that uh, we're we're not overlooking the fact that we still have to have a good competition and uh, and need to be fired up. You know, guys have to show up on Friday to get to Saturday. So, you know, we'll we'll definitely make adjustments if we have to during the competition if if things aren't going the way they need to. And 
and bring in, you know, those all-arounders if we need to. Is there an event or two maybe in your head that you say, listen, if we're going to win this thing and Stanford's the favorite, if we're going to pull off the upset, we got to be special on this event this weekend? I think we can gain points on them, on Pommel Horse. Um, we, we, we need to get through five routines very clean and put up a pretty decent score there. That, that'll give us, I think, the best chance to run with them. You know, obviously, when you're doing five up and five count, nothing gets thrown out. So you also have to avoid the big mistake. You know, you, you can't have a, a guy make a mistake and then make another mistake, and then you're suddenly counting a, a 12 when you, you were hoping for a 14 or something. So, um, you know, those, those guys have kind of figured that out through the season. We've, we've really done a good job being really consistent throughout the year, but you know, now we're we're in the – spotlight you know where everything's going to count and they they know that you know okay we got to put up a good score we got to put up good performances softball's out of town this weekend folks baseball plays at 11 a.m saturday so the stage belongs to the men's gymnastics team saturday night over at the lloyd noble center make sure you go support these guys uh are you excited to see what kind of crowd you guys get if and when you advance to Saturday night and uh, and hopefully uh, make a run at a national championship? Well, I am. You know, I, I, I think crowds are starting to come back, you know, after the pandemic and get more comfortable being there to support our programs. And uh, this is an opportunity to see future Olympians, to see uh, the crowning of a national championship team. And it's it's going to be fun. I mean, there's there's just going to be a lot going on. Uh, Lord Noble is a great place for a gymnastics meet. The women were here two weeks ago with their regionals, and now we're we're hosting the national championship on a Olympic podium. It, it's going to be a great atmosphere, and we're excited to be a part of it, and guys are ready to go. Do you have all the proper chalk and honey and everything you need? <laughs> we, we absolutely do. And, Good. you know, if you want to come down and check out the assortment of and the variety of things that they do, you're, you're I do want to, to do that over sometime. anytime today. Yeah, yeah. Not, we'll, well, I don't want to. You're, you're trying to win a national championship. That feels like like a preseason story or something to come out and you know try out the different chocks and honeys. But uh, well, you need to, to you need to hang you need to hang on the parallel bars and test out oh, the God. grips. I mean, definitely. Yeah. Let's reinforce those things a little bit. Do you have super glue hanging around, Coach? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Tomorrow night is – yeah, go ahead, Coach. You you could start a new trend. I mean, super glue might work. (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow night's the qualifier. Saturday night, the championship. Uh, Men's gymnastics title will be handed out to somebody Saturday night inside the Lloyd Noble Center. Uh, Make sure you're in attendance to root on the Sooners. Coach, good luck to you this weekend. All right. Thank you, Toby. Have a good weekend yourself. You too, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Big weekend. Today, by the way, is the women's semifinals. Today at noon, down in Fort Worth, will be uh, heat one, if you will. And OU is competing against Alabama, Minnesota, and Utah today. Only the top two advance to Saturday to make a run at the championship. And this is stressful because these are good teams. 
Uh, OU is the one seed, Utah the four, Bama the five, Minnesota the eight. So it is all out. There's no holding back for the women. It'll be on ESPN2 today at noon. If they are in the top two today, they will advance to Saturday night's championship. Uh, The other semifinal will be tonight, by the way. You can watch that also on ESPN2. So noon today for the women. Yes, TJ. Oh, that was just the music. Oh, that was just the music. music. Sorry. Yeah, all right. Quick break, 831. Back after this, T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. This Hicks. Here's the 1-0. Swung on, there it goes. Deep left center. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. But caught. (laughs) Welcome back. Toby and TJ with you on a Thursday. We got baseball tonight. This feels odd, TJ. I like it, though. I really like it. Having uh, Easter Sunday off will be great. We got another one of these at the end of the year. Final week of the season is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series in Lubbock. So that you, they always do that. They started doing that so that everybody gets a little extra rest for the Big 12 tournament. Yes, TJ? And you know what you have to do? What's that? Pack a lunch. Bring my lunch? Yeah, pack a lunch. Uh, I'm glad. I do appreciate Jeff giving us a heads up, though, because I would have gone out there not having packed a lunch and would have starved. You know what I mean? Can't have that. Got to be on your toes for the last series. It's going to be difficult packing three lunches. I hope they have a refrigerator in my room. I love it. (laughs) D1 Baseball came out with their midseason updated top 150 prospects in college baseball. TJ, there are five Sooners in the top 150. I think that is tied for second most. Let me see here. Let me find that. I think Tennessee had six, if I remember correct. I was gonna. Have you seen the list? No, no. I mean, who okay, else? I'm gonna ask Peyton you to Graham, guess. I would assume. Well, I'm, I'm gonna ask you to guess. Let me find this first off, though. Uh, what? How many each school had? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, I thought I had it. Okay, Tennessee 6, OU, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia Tech, and Vanderbilt 5. So only Tennessee had more on the list. Okay, what five Sooners do you think are on the list? Now, these are guys who are eligible for the draft this year. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. So, like, Cade Horton's not on there. Correct. Jackson Nicholas, you know, freshman wouldn't be on there. I would say Peyton Graham's definitely one of them. Correct. Number 83. Um, let's see here. Maybe a uh, Brett Squires? No. No! Maybe after Tuesday. I was going to say, no. after Tuesday. Uh, is Jake Bennett on that list? Yes, 77. Um, Tanner Treadaway, is he on there? No. Hmm. 
How about Jarrett Godman? Three more. No. Javier Ramos. No. Boy, you're going to have to give you're, me the others. You're overthinking this. Yeah, you're I'm overthinking probably overthinking this. this. Go ahead. Jimmy Crooks. That was my next name out of my mouth. <laughs> Number 89. <laughs> I was running out of options here. David Sandlin. Oh, Sandlin. I should have thought of Sandlin. And the highest ranked guy on this list we've already talked about today. Chaz, Chaz Martinez. Martinez. Yeah. 74. Five Sooners all between 74 and 92. So every member of the starting rotation before this change this week, plus Peyton Graham and Jimmy Crooks. Uh, that's pretty impressive. Justin Campbell, by the way, number eight overall, the OSU pitcher. Texas ace, Pete Hansen, 37. Trevor Martin from OSU, 53. Uh, Silas Ardwan, Ivan Melendez, Trey Faltini, all from Texas on here. Um, anyway, I won't bore you with all of them, but that's pretty cool. Five, uh, this, this should be... A draft year in baseball where we see a lot of sooner names taken. Now, that's good because you like to see your guys go to pro ball. It also means that, you know, you're losing a bunch of talent as well. So uh, bad in that perspective. But uh, a bunch of highly thought of guys on this team, which is. That's good. Why? I think they're a good team and should be an NCAA tournament team this year if they can, you know, keep it going. Uh we mentioned this yesterday, but there is pressure on this weekend. Um, I looked at the RPIs this morning, and let me see. I got it right here. Pacific is 257, and Lamar is 163. You can't lose to those teams. And Lamar's, Lamar's decent. Lamar's got 20 wins this year. They've got some wins over some nice uh, opponents out there. Pacific's not any good. Uh, Pacific is not a good baseball team. So Thursday and Saturday, OU's got to win those games. If you're going to worry about one, it would be Friday, and you got to beat Lamar too. I'm just saying Lamar is respectable. They won two out of three at Rice. They they, uh, um, beat the uh, Sam Houston two out of three. Um, who is the other team they beat that's respect? Oh, they beat that Northwestern State team that uh, Oklahoma lost a game to down in Arlington. Uh, so I'm not telling, I'm not overselling you on Lamar. I'm just saying of the two teams here this weekend, Lamar is definitely better than Pacific, and that's who Jake Bennett will face on Friday night. But Oklahoma needs to go win these games now. TJ, it will be nice if, if let's say against Pacific, they can get some good leads. Maybe you can get some other guys some playing time. Like we haven't seen Max McGuire in a long time. Max McGuire has been um, a byproduct, an unfortunate byproduct of Wallace Clark moving into the starting lineup because Wallace became a starter. Kate Horton moved to DH, which bumped Max McGuire out of a spot. And Max was doing a nice job before that, you know, so it would be great to see him get some ABs this weekend. And there are some other guys, too. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's the pressure of this weekend is you got to win all three. When you play teams in the 
with an RPI at 257 and 163, and you're trying to make it into the NCAA tournament, one, it's a chance to gobble up some wins and get closer to that 30 number, and two, you got to protect the RPI. They're going to go down in the RPI this weekend, even if they win all three. They're at 18 right now. Their RPI number will go down from just having played these games. So it goes down significantly more if you lose any of them. So got to win them. Got to win them. 6.30 tonight, Cade Horton gets his first start in a Sooner uniform. Pre-game show at 6 o'clock. TJ, you'll be out there all weekend, right? Maybe tonight. Maybe tonight. Although I don't know if I'll even, I'm going to be totally honest here. I'm not sure I'm going to make it to the end of the game. Tonight, I need quick work by the the Sooners tonight. Too late. <laughs> it's been a late night every night this week, so I'm uh, I'm on the struggle bus. So hey, if you even if you get out there just to support Cade for the first three innings or so, that works. And the guys could see your face up there. It would be inspirational to them. Do you think I should go down and give them a speech in the locker room? Why don't we ease into your support? Okay. I think right now there's a little bit of ill will. Why is there ill will towards me? Well, they know you haven't supported them really this year. That's not and true. I've, so been to games this, I've been to games this year. They're People the ones notice. that went to Arlington. I would have been there for more games. Yeah. I mean, one of the reasons they went to Arlington is in tribute to you because that's, that's your hometown true. and that's you didn't true. even show up for <laughs> those games. That's true. So I would say you're a little bit of a black sheep right now among that locker room. So if they could huh. just see you... At the game tonight, that would start to soften. We don't the need any more soft bit. around this program. They're around George Frazier enough as it is. It's true. We'll be back. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Chris Plank time brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. We call it the crossover. Guess who I'm having breakfast with today, Chris? Ooh, um, let's see. It is a Thursday. It's a game. Joe C. Michael Dean. Whoa, let's go. Haven't let's seen go. him in a while. I'm looking forward to seeing my man Mike today. That's awesome. Look at I you. I appreciate that. Hey, uh, we were talking about you earlier in the show, wondering what your opinion is as a Dodgers fan on Clayton Kershaw yesterday. I, you know what's kind of funny? Uh, and, and again, I watch a lot of baseball, but you won't usually catch me early in the season just chilling, watching nine innings of a game. When I got done with the show yesterday, um, so I'm, I'm a DirecTV subscriber because I feel like you need a subscription to have any app anymore. So I, we got the extra needs package free. And I sat and I watched um, the fourth, the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth innings, and I didn't have a problem with it oh jeez, what is going on with the people i'm around today well and again he's coming off surgery in his arm in the office clayton kershaw's always coming off surgery (laughs) right so you're trying to do what you can to make sure it doesn't happen again (laughs) um he's necessary for this team uh i think is he this year to be great this year is he i've got to get on dodger fans here toby plank see what i 
See what I have to do. Oh deal my with every goodness, day, what is going on with you people? He's chasing Listen. history. It is a perfect game. There have been 23 in the history of the game. You're not saving him for October. <laughs> He's a glass house. The man's going to break down regardless of when it happens. Go get the perfect game. I am so angry at everyone today. Why would you do this to me, Toby? I'm in a great mood. I don't need to get effed all over by TJ today. I've had a great morning. He did it He did it to George Frazier, too. We had George Frazier come on and give his opinion. George said he thought the Dodgers did the right thing, and he yelled at the talking great about George Softy Frazier You're talking about Softy Frazier? <laughs> I don't think George takes this funny, TJ, just to give you a heads up. I mean, he's, he's liable to put a... He's liable to put a heater out in your eye if you don't watch out. Um, no, I just <laughs> he does listen. The, the the reality is, um, you Kershaw just can't stay healthy, and I would have loved to have seen him gone for the perfect game, but I wasn't like he wasn't mad. And if Kershaw wasn't mad and didn't have a problem with it, okay, I'm fine with it. They beat the Twins. They have not been winning games, <laughs> so they needed to win a game. And I love that we have a story that gets people talking about baseball. But it's not an. Indi- right. I mean, it, I don't think it's an indication of anything except just the Dodgers being ultra conservative with David Robert or with uh, Clayton Kershaw, and Dave Roberts is getting lit up, right? But he'll wear it because the ultimate goal is a World Series, not not a perfect game. And I think they need Clayton Kershaw if they're going to the World Series this year. If this was Our August, Twitter- September, totally agree with you. It's April. Right, Our, he uh, hasn't twi- even Twitter pitched poll. a nine-inning game this year. Please. I mean, he's pitched a seven-inning game, and soft. that's it. Charmin soft. TJ's got, TJ's got ideas. You know, he sends runners up eight late in games. So yes, he's got I do. Baseball ideas. I mean, it's hard to argue with him, Chris. Hey, um, Austin, right? You're down in Austin. Series starts Correct. tonight, six o'clock, Correct. and. Uh, I don't know. Give me, remind me, Texas. Where do they fit in as far as the toughest opponents OU's faced so far this year? You'd put them behind uh, who and in the, front of who? Um, they're thirty ten and one. They're in the midst of a four game winning streak. Um, fourteen of their last fifteen they've won, and they've won seventeen of their twenty games at home. Though that one travel restriction game was against Minnesota, so. Um, it, it, they've played a lot of teams that Oklahoma's played, and they haven't necessarily played them well, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So this is a good – now, here's, they're a hard team to figure out, and I've, I've ridden this roller coaster all season long because they've had some great moments, right? They've they shut out LSU in back-to-back games. They've had great moments. But then they've also had some odd moments. Right where they, they lose to, even though they're a ranked team, they're a 25th-ranked uh, Louisiana team. You know, they needed a walk-off and extra innings to beat Iowa State twice. And Iowa State might be good, but they're not on the level of Oklahoma. So they're playing – Texas is playing better as of late. Um, they're, they're, they're not as good as Kentucky, but they okay. have the capability to be better, if that makes any sense. They, they've got the players. They haven't been better this year. But they got a higher ceiling. There you go. There you go. You know, they've got... So behind UCLA, a, behind Kentucky. Right, right. This is... Okay. And, and I might even... Yeah, that's good. This is the third best team they played this year. I was going to say yeah. I might put them behind like a, 
uh, Mississippi State, but the bottom, uh, well, Mississippi State just won two of three from Missouri this weekend. But, but it's a good team, right? And Janae Jefferson is, is an Olympian. They've got Mary Icopa behind the plate, who's a stud, maybe one of the best players uh, in the Big 12. Uh, Shay O'Leary feels like she's been in college for 50 years. It must be how you know people feel when they see Jossie. It's like, is she still in college? So they, <laughs> they've got some players. And, listen, we're going into a hostile atmosphere tonight and tomorrow night. They've, they've talked about how they've, they feel like they've sold some tickets. And I've got their, um, their, their play-by-play guy early in the season is Brian Davis. He's also their media relations guy, and he knows more about Texas softball than anyone I've been around. So he's coming up with us at 1030 this morning. But – yeah, I just I'm really excited to see how they respond. They had a workout. They got in a little later last night. They had a workout until about 9 p.m., 9:15 p.m., and they they feel really good about things. So, uh, feel like this team kind of turned a corner, which sounds wild for a squad that's what 30, 36 and 0, and three of those wins are by run roll fashion. But kind of felt like they turned a corner this past week in in being that complete team that Coach Casso wants to see, and this is a major step in that direction. What do you think? So I, I heard you talk to her. I think you sent us a report last weekend where she has raised it to a seven out of ten as how they're playing so far. Right. What do you think those three, eight, nine, and ten are that she's not yet fully happy with? I don't think you can ever be a ten. <laughs> this is what I think. I think ten is unattainable. But um, that's just me from from being a part of this for a while. But I think she realizes this team has the talent to be there. So. They, they got to be cleaner whenever it comes to their defense. They still they okay. made an error, a couple of errors this past weekend. Hitting cutoff men, proper running um, responsibilities. You know, it's it's little things. I mean, big things aren't a problem with this team right now. It's little fine detail things that they continue to clean up and get better. And finding different ways to win games too. I think it's been fun to watch as well. Uh, Five forty-five tonight. Is that right? Correct. Six o'clock. Six o two. PM with the first pitch this evening on the Longhorn. We locked in. Yeah, we appreciate you guys tuning in tonight since it's on the Longhorn Network. We look forward to you hearing us and not Cat Osterman. TV sound down, radio up with Plank all weekend down in Austin starting tonight with game one. Chris, have a great show and have a great call all weekend long, bud. Can't wait. Thanks, Toby. Talk to you tomorrow morning. Thanks to you fine folks for listening today. I'll be uh, on the air at 6 o'clock tonight with OU Baseball pregame. Have a great Thursday, everybody.